Welcome back to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. Now's the perfect time to become a patron of the podcast. You can learn about becoming a patron by visiting patreon.com slash theaterinthenow to learn just how. Can't do that? How about leaving us a five-star review on iTunes? And as always, follow us on Twitter and visit theaterinthenow.com for the latest news, reviews, and interviews. There are no beaten up jazz shoes here, but honey, we're so into voguing right now. Welcome to Block Talks Drag Race All Stars 3 Recap. <laughs> I am joined today to recap everything there is to recap about episode one of Drag Race. The one and only Gloria Swansong. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I am excited to have Drag Race back in my life. I am too. I am too. And I love All Stars. Yeah. I mean, I am someone who, as a like reality TV junkie, I love returning player seasons. Mm-hmm. I love seeing the familiar faces back on mm-hmm. TV and then like putting them all together and seeing how they interact. Mm-hmm. It's like a simulation, like The Sims. I was obsessed with The Sims. I'm just here for the runways. You're here for the runways. I'm here for the it. runways. All stars, they always have because they have more money. They get a six month advance notice. True. They have more time. They always come with like amazing outfits and amazing runways, and so most of the time. Most of the time. I would say, though, Most it's, you know, compared to the normal season, they have a lot more um, lot more time to plan, and so it, it really shows. And it looks. Yeah, anyway. totally. Well, before we, like, start getting into the episode, where did you get to watch uh, Drag Race last night? Um, I watched it at Branded Saloon. I guested with uh, Miss Allegra Spread um, and a fellow guest, Petra Fried. Um, it's in Brooklyn. Have you ever been there before? I've never been there before. If you look it up online, it's very, it's like Western. It's very Western. And so I thought like, oh no, we're going to be doing a viewing at a straight Western bar. But (laughs) actually, no, it was gay as hell. And delightful and cute. Yeah, lots of taxidermy. As a vegetarian, I found it very disturbing. But it was fine. It was great. Um, I got to watch it at the West End uh, in oh, the right. front yes. area of the place. And I'll be there next week yes, with, with Vanadu. Yeah, Vanadu was the host. Um, she had Petty Cake and Bijou as her guests, and mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. I think I've never seen that many people in the front area of the West End like cheering for Drag Race. It was amazing. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Exactly. I love community. It's great. Love community. It's so good. Okay. So we're going to jump into the episode. Okay. Um, and... We were given a fun, cute little parody of a cold opening uh, with The Handmaid's Tale with Chad and Lassie. Oh, yeah, we were. I loved that. What did you think? I, well, the the bonnets were really horrible, but I really loved <laughs> it. I loved it. I thought it was really funny and very clever, and um, they, 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 they're really good together, Alaska and Chad. I didn't expect that, I guess, but, yeah. Now, do you think, now, are you, did you watch Dragula? Uh, a little bit, yes. So they did like these cold openings, and each one was like a different parody of sorts. This was definitely influenced by yeah. that. Do you think we're going to get a different parody each episode, or are we getting the Handmaid's Tale throughout? I think we're. I think I don't think we're going to get Handmaid's Tale throughout. There's only so much you can mine right. with that, right? I I hope we get something different each episode, which will be hilarious. That's the other reason I love All Stars is I feel like they go more all in with the parodies and like the like the. Vanessa Hudgens and Pork Chop, right. Lip Sync Off. They oh, do we things. will get to that. Yeah. 
But yeah, I know I totally agree. I think they have like a little more of a budget. And now that they have the VH1 All-Stars budget, Amen. we can do a lot more. Amen. So let's start with the entrances. And we're just going to go through each person. And yeah. we're not going to toot and boot because that's a different show. But that's, we'll, that, that's another Queen's show. Well we'll, well, we'll go through them and discuss. Amen. So first up was Trixie Mattel. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? I loved her entrance. I thought it was very her. Yeah, it was looked, brand. She looks great. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. As someone who used to love rollerblading and roller skating, I, I just loved it. I thought it was great. I think for me, the only thing that I was bothered by was, and this may just be because I'm like a super fan of Trixie, mm-hmm. I'd already seen this outfit. Oh, yeah, me too. Me so too. So we, we saw it on... Uh, Actually, I was low-key gagged that she wore something she had right. worn before. It was, a very, it was a choice. And I'm yeah. shocked no one else called her out on it because I'm sure they've all seen it too. Yeah. But you know what? Her hair looked great. She, her hair was great. Yeah. She couldn't hear anything because of the headphones. It was, it was whatever. Um, I loved her little dig at Morgan. <laughs> I must it's be so fitting. It must be so horrible to come in and you're the first one, yeah. right? It reminds me of Bianca. Bianca was the first in her season, right? Was she? In season her? six, I think so. She's like they split that up. In the remember, because her entrance line was like was like um, was about a drag queen being early. Right, right. Yeah, because yeah. I think she was the second episode because they broke it up into two parts. Oh, I forgot. Because Adore that. was first, and then with um, uh, Bendela, yeah. I forgot about that. They should do that again. That was they fun. They should. That was really smart. Um, so I thought it would be fun to give like each girl a little score. Um, since you are a fashion queen, you are a costume designer, uh-huh. you have like more influence and reason to talk about a look. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I have a, a, an eye for as a fan, but I gave Trixie a B- on the look. That's what I would give her to. She'd worn it before. It was a yeah. stretchy jumpsuit. You know, I think she was trying to go in um, not with her guns blazing. She didn't want to, like... Oh, I can't wait for those guns to blaze. Yeah, me oh, too. I hope come. it happens. They're going to come. I hope it happens. So next into the workroom was Milk, Ugh. who just farted. I know. I can tell you have a lot of feelings I have a lot of milk. feelings about Milk. I do. I do. So I, we had uh, our denim Pinocchio. I think my mm. biggest issue was I didn't want to see the stupid helmet. Once they, oh, right. Once they did that weird camera angle and you saw underneath the hair, it yeah. ruined the illusion for me. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. I was not... I mean, it's fine. I've seen many people wear... It. My opinion is that look is like... It's a thing that many people have done. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, I'm avant-garde. And it's like, no, not really. You're just borrowing this idea and silhouette from someone else or whatever. We've seen her do Pinocchio before. Yeah. I didn't love it. I give it a B just because it was like elevated milk. Yeah, I think it's an average, so I would give it a C. Okay, all right. Next yeah. up is. I also was largely disturbed that her tights didn't match her skin tone, so. Yeah, that was a problem. Yeah. Well, next up we have the Bayou Queen, Chi Chi Devane. Right, yeah. Wearing yellow trash bags this time. Yeah. And a really horrible plastic yellow hat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Chi Chi. I love Chi Chi. She's so endearing, and as a Southern queen, as a Southern queen myself, like I, you know, I love I love a Southern lady. I think the color on her looks great. Sure. It was just, bleh. Yeah. No, I thought it was below average. I thought it was like 
It actually reminded me of um, the first challenge in season five. Yeah, the first challenge yeah. in season five when they do like the, they, they take the, the trash. Ru- RuPaul yeah. takes them to the dumpster and. Yeah, it just didn't feel like All-Stars. It yeah, felt like it something was... you would walk in on your first season of RuPaul's Drag Race in. Yeah, I agree. It was very you know. basic. Um, yeah. I know I read somewhere, I think it was on Reddit, that she a fan gave her all of the material. and that So she was paying homage to a fan. Well, tell us that. Right. Right? So maybe, maybe the editors left that out or something. I don't know. But, but that still doesn't make it a sickening look. No, it was not sickening. No. I, I, that was my lowest. I'd give her a C-. minus. Yeah, I gave her a C+. Plus. I, wasn't, I wasn't gagged. Next up was her season eight co-star, Thorgy Thor. That's true. Um, she is a fashion clown. I thought Thorgy looked great. Personally. For me, it was just a lot. There was a lot of colors. Welcome to Thorgy Thor. Right. <laughs> but then, then we see like later on in the episode where she's wearing just white, and it's like that's yeah. stunning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's I, still Thorgy. I my thing is like I loved all of the elements. And mm-hmm. maybe I I don't think I would have gone with that blouse because I think she, I think she needed something that and I always think in an outfit you need something low value medium value and high value, which means like um, light medium and dark and so I thought she needed something light you know because yeah. she had like a bright hair and she had like the pants and so I feel like she needed something um, something sort of lighter on her blouse to bring our eye to her face you know what do you think is more expensive. Chi Chi's hat or the tinsel hair? Oh, the tinsel hair, absolutely. Did you see her taking it off? Yeah, where it was like a wig within a wig. I just don't know how so she does. Levels. She just like, because it was all just like pinned onto her yeah. giant dreadlock. And I'm like, oh my God. that She gets very creative with how to hide those dreadlocks. Yes, she does. So creative, yeah. I, I loved those pants, too. The pants were great. I, so that's what beautiful. I'm saying. I think there were just so many elements that kind of went together, but also didn't go together. It was a yeah. lot. For me, it was the blouse. She needed yeah. a different blouse. Um, I gave her a C plus. Yeah. I would give her a B. Okay. All right. All right. Next up was the pretty dead bitch, Morgan McMichaels. Oh, Morgan McMichaels. Yeah. It was basic, but kind of awesome for her. I don't remember what she wore. It was that red poofy thing, and then the... Um, it was yeah. basic. So oh, then, no. Now I remember. Yeah. See, I forgot. See, that's not good. No. Forgetting is never good. I totally forgot. Um, yeah. I remember her wig and her makeup better. I thought, she, I thought her wig and makeup were really good. Yeah. No, I think the her beat was stunning. I think under the poofy shoulders was stunning. The poofy shoulders dropped it for me. Yeah. I gave it a B plus. I gave it a C because I don't even remember it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Average. Um, next was Little Miss Scooter. Aja. Oh, Asha. I thought she had a great entrance. I thought so, too. And I thought it was so endearing that she forgot to stay put. It's so funny. It was, it was, that was a good edit to keep in. Yeah, it was very endearing, I thought. And it's really interesting that, like, they're all talking about, oh, who's going to be the one to fuck up the cast? And then she rolls in and then fucks up the, um, the video. But also, she kind of is as we see later in the episode, fucking up the season. Yeah, I think so. She's, no one's she's a wrench in the plan. Yeah. yeah. Um, what did you think of her look? I liked her look. I liked her look a lot. I thought she looked very put together. Very Aja. Yeah, very the colors were definitely her. Yeah, very her. I gave her um, an A-. minus. Yeah, I think I would give her an A- minus too, yeah. I think the, great. the um, biggest reveal for her was how much work she had gotten done. It's true. It's true. I mean, she's she's trying to be detox here. But, yeah, but it's very subtle. It's I, very subtle. It's yeah. very subtle. I think you wouldn't 
really know that all, all that stuff right. if she didn't tell you, which I think is great. And then you know what that's what uh, uh, Jane Fonda says: mm-hmm. don't get a facelift, get it a little bit at a time. That's how you do. That's how you do good work. So she's stunning too. Yeah, and she is stunning. Next up, well, uh, I gave uh, Aja an A minus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Bandela Creme was next, mm. wearing the repurposed version of her Miss Congeniality gown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I loved it. I didn't recognize it. Yeah, it's something like unless you were like honestly, a, it looks a lot better now. I agree. <laughs> it's, a better, it's a better silhouette on her. Yeah. Um, but if you are if you're like a super fan, maybe you clocked it immediately. But it took a lot of people to like hear her say it was the same thing. Yeah, she didn't say it though. Someone else. Yeah, said someone it. else. Uh, yeah. I think it was milk. Yeah, yeah. I'm but fine with that. Yeah, it was really cool to see that because I think uh, for me, Vendela Creme is very much a storyteller, and this is just part of her the story of Vendela Creme. Yeah, and I I actually loved her. Loki loved her like second entrance line when she was like. What is this? An intervention? Mm-hmm. I thought that was really funny. That was really cute. She is campy perfection to me. Yeah, I'm a big, big, big fan. Same too. Um, and for her, we learned that she fell off the face of the earth. Question mark? Yeah. What What was that about? That was such a line that they were given. They were like, "Okay, now everyone talk about how she like because she hasn't." Right. I mean, I've seen her gigs. She's coming right. to New York. I mean, she's been around. Maybe she hasn't P-town. done like, yeah. yeah. Maybe she hasn't done like the drag race things that all the other girls do. But, but neither does Bianca Del Rio. Right. She's doing her. So yeah, it was very interesting, and I'm that sure was a we'll weird, learn more. Maybe that was a weird. This and as someone like I saw her Christmas show this winter, mm-hmm. and that was like I was like, what? She's a superstar. You she's know, she's an artist. She, she knows what's sold about. out a 400 person theater for 35 performances all throughout December. Like, hello, with a cast of 12 people. Yeah. They had multiple set changes. Everybody had like 14 costumes. It was amazing. So yeah, I don't know what that was about. Yeah, it was very, very interesting. I hope you learn more. Or I hope Reddit tells us what the hell that was about. I think she's just not very much of a social media queen. So Perhaps. I think that's maybe what he was referring to. So. Perhaps. Next up was Kennedy Dunn. Oh, wait, we didn't grade her. Oh, that's right, right, right. I give her a B plus because I just love the colors on her. Yeah, I wouldn't give her an A because it was my favorite. I think it was one of my favorite looks of the whole thing. Yeah. I really loved it. Well, speaking of looks, Kennedy Davenport. <laughs> um, so many mirrors. So many mirrors. Disco ball. Yeah. She definitely wow. crystallized. Oh, my Lord. Jesus. I mean, her outfit gave a lot of people a lot of material to make jokes about. That's for sure. Absolutely. Like, I, what I did appreciate about her look was she is the only one to take a fucking risk. Yeah, that's she true. She took the risk. That's true. And I don't know if it paid off. I think it paid off for me only because she was the only one who did something. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's... My thing is, like, it's weird for the sake of being weird. Yeah. Which I don't think you... Which as a pageant queen for her, I think, is, like, really great. You like, know, if she walked into a pageant with that look, they'd be like, who the fuck are you? You know what I think? I think you have to be memorable, and everyone's going to remember that she walked in like... It's, like, vivacious. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? Everyone's going to remember that, like, well, that was Cindy Orn- Lou hair she wore. That was Ornacia's uh, headdress. Yes. Um, I think Trixie had the best line about it. Um, that look is white noise of ugly. <laughs> so true. It was so true. Um, but one thing that's really interesting, and I don't know if it's the edit, or if this is really how Kennedy is, she has a new attitude, and she's evil. Yes. She is evil. I am, I kind of love it. Now, I've met her twice when -hmm. she came into New York. And she, like, at the meet and greets and everything, is very, like, reserved and shy. 
So I'm, I'm curious to see if this she, is put on for the show or not. Yeah, I've met her a few times, and she, I feel like she isn't. She's an introvert at heart. Yeah, you know. But yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what she's gonna bring. Yeah, me too. Me too. She's fierce as fuck. Um, she's a fighter. She is. She mm-hmm. is totally. A fighter. I would give her look. I would give her look like a B. Yeah, me too. That's what I give her. I give her a, a B. B. And last but not least of the original nine is Shangela. Oh yeah. Uh, coming out in a Tiffany box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was a Tiffany's box. It was. It totally was. Uh, yeah, I didn't, that did not, in that clock that. No. I was like, oh, it's such a nice shade of blue. <laughs> but now that you say that, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think it was a great color on her. Yeah. Um, I think the bow was borrowed from Alyssa Edwards. <laughs> it was one of the reject bows that it she was, didn't use. It was a little Alyssa, wasn't it? Was. It was. I mean, yeah. House of Edwards, I get it, but like. She's got to watch that. She does because yeah. it's gonna. It will cost her. Yeah. But um, I thought she was great. Of course, she mm-hmm. has to come out of a box. If I'm gonna be nitpicky, I wish it was like a more glamorous box of some sort, like right, right, some right. sort of trick in it. Yeah. But it, it was fine. It was yeah, great. or that there was like confetti after it fell or something like yeah. that. Um, yeah. And of course, her uh, skirt has Hallelujah on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to keep it on there. Yeah. Um, I gave her a B plus. I would give her an A minus. I right. really liked that look a lot. Yeah. I thought it was really well put together. It was simple. It was the, yeah, exactly. Keep it simple, stupid. And she, I thought, um, I thought that that's like almost the best I've ever seen her look, actually. Yeah. I, was like, I mean, it's definitely something she's not going to perform in because you can't really do the stunts and the tricks that she does with that yeah. outlook. But that was definitely like... A meet and greet look that she's gonna go. Mm-hmm. To and the hallelujah was like rhinestone. Yeah, it was. It was cute. It was cute. It, yeah. was, it was a throwback retro yeah. look. So then we Rue brings them all over, says hello. And it's the season of the comeback kids, right? Which I think is really the theme that it's not like a real all star season like we had with season two, right. and even with season one. one. Um, these are like the redemption stories, mm-hmm. the ones who are getting a second chance. Makes sense. And then she's like, oh yeah, queen number 10. And it's Bibi Zahara Benet. Mm-hmm. What do you think? How, people, did, how does that make you feel? When I was in the bar, people, they didn't know, because right, because they're not part of the drag. Like, we, right. I, I knew, we knew. We knew. But she, people died mm-hmm. when she came in. I thought her look was absolutely stunning. I thought she was, uh, she was the best for me. She was the best. A plus. Yeah, I was, she was stunned. It was... Cameroon. So good. She's stunning. So stunning, yeah. But she looks beautiful. She does. I mean, we'll we'll get to some of the digs that uh, some of the queens had for her about her weight. Um, Mm. She didn't complain like Alexis Michelle did. But, Mm. um, no, I think she looks stunning. I think Mm. she looks well put together and Mm. she's ready to play. Amen. Um, How do you think she will fare in this new version of the game? Uh, I think she's going to fare very well because I think she has a certain level of like poise and she just doesn't seem like she's shook by anything. No. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's going to take her really far because um, as other people start all this like drama and things like that, I think she's just going to be like unfazed by it and focused on the competition and 
focused on herself and just being her best self. And what's interesting is, like, we see the drag race as a brand, and all the girls work together. They mm-hmm. go on tours together. But BB was never really a part of that. So there may actually be a couple of the queens mm-hmm. that she's literally meeting for the first time in that room. That's true. Do you think that is going to be a benefit or for her at all, or is that going to set her back? I think it's a huge benefit that she's an outsider, and thereby she doesn't have to, like, she doesn't have to participate in that game, that level of the game yeah. in a way. You know what I mean? But she's ready. She wants to. She, yeah. I'm really excited. And I, w- I thought she was going to be like the oldest by a lot. She's only a year older than uh, Dale M. Morgan. Yeah, it's true. It's so true. So it's, it's a pretty young cast overall. Yeah, actually. Yeah. All right. So we learned that the rules of the game are the same as last season. Yeah. There was like some spoiler on Reddit that said it was different this year, which is what I was going on. People on Reddit always. I know. Reddit, you suck. We're gonna I was expecting him to change the rules. I was expecting the rules to change also, and I kind of wish it was a little different just to keep everybody on their toes. Um, but it's a different group of queens who saw what happened last time. Yeah, that's true. Do you think they would have changed their strategy this go-around? Um, you mean... Do you mean change their strategy for this? Like, not make it a best friends race like they did last season. I think so. I think all of them, you know, like, uh, Shangela talks about it in one of the confessionals. Like, I think they uh, they all came to this thinking it's not going to be... They're not going to make the mistake that season two All-Stars made, which was... Oh, we're all going to be friends about it, and then we're going to get our backstabbed. No, like, let's just be cutthroat about it from the get-go. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind ironically, of ironically, yeah. It happens. It's going to happen. Yeah. So we get a mini challenge, which we didn't get a lot of for season nine. I hope we get yeah. mini challenges again for season ten. Yeah. That was kind of weird, right? Yeah, it was very weird. But we started with the same formula that we did last season of All-Stars with a reading challenge. I know. Right out of the gate, right? Um. So did you have any favorites before I go through some of my favorites? Um. Favorite reads? Yeah. I was just really surprised at how salty and witty Dayla was. Because mm-hmm. in her season, she was so sweet. I've met her in person. She's so sweet. And yeah. I think that that's really great for her to show that she's... She's a fucking bitch. She can be a bitch. She's a writer. She's a writer. She's a writer. Exactly. She she knows how to write. Like, I think uh, someone said from uh, All-Stars 2 that, like, the day before they were given a list of potential people who would be on the season, so they had, like, a little bit of time to prepare. Well, yeah, that's so, that's also the gag, is, like, see, the first episode, you don't, you don't, you even had five episodes to come up with reads for people. Um, so I thought that was great. And I thought they all, honestly, I thought everyone did a really good job. It's like the strongest the reading challenge has ever been. I would agree with that. It was, it was pretty, some pretty good ones. Yeah. All right. So here are a couple highlights for me. Well, this one's not a highlight. This was just, I can't believe she even brought it up. Thor G being the only thing more annoying than Shangela is Bob the Drag Queen. That was so boring. Oh, why are we doing Bob the Drag Queen what jokes? A, what a We're dumb done. joke. We're done. What a dumb joke. Um, I love Chi Chi's. Big and milky, just like the drink. The only thing you oh my god, the shits. Oh, so, so good. I thought that was so good. Um, yeah, Kennedy's to Aja. Aja, welcome to the big leagues where Charlotte Roos and Forever 21, 21 <laughs> won't cut it, girl. Which is funny because I'm in a room with a lot of queens who wear right. both of those. Exactly, it's a stepping stone and it works. Some people can be off the rack, girls. I kind of didn't think that was funny though because. Her season, she remembered that she brought, like, she's like, I borrowed this from a designer. Yeah. And this designer, she actually had a lot of designer stuff. Yeah. 
But it kind of didn't look great. No, it did not look good on her at all. Yeah. Um, milk to Shangela. Shangela, I always thought your name was Angela and people were just telling her to shut up. I, you know, the room I was in thought that was really funny. And I, I was kind of like... Eh. I thought it was funny. Um, I thought it was then, a little bit of a dad joke, which is kind of great. It was. Which is it great. was. I was expecting a lot more from Trixie. But for me, Trixie's I best do. one was, Aja, you're beautiful, you're gorgeous, you look like Seal. Yeah, that was good. Everyone in the room I was in died. It was so mean. I mean, so I didn't know who Seal was, and I still thought it was funny because she delivered it so well. Yeah. Yeah. I was expecting a lot more from her, too, because she's such a good writer. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little disappointed by her reads. But yeah, so Bendela Creme wins the challenge. She gets yep. three thousand dollar gift certificate to LA Iwerks. <laughs> yeah, right. And I've seen her glasses yeah. in real life. She's got some cute glasses. So maybe, maybe that's. Did you see them recently? Yeah, this past Christmas. Maybe those are the three thousand dollar eyewear. Maybe you never know. Um, so then we move into the de-dragging portion of the show. Oh yeah. Um, we didn't get too much, but you can see that there's some. People who stick together more than others. Um, my favorite line from Trixie was, this was Pearl's spot. She skated by, so I'm looking to inherit the energy. That was really funny. It was so funny. I also loved the, um, what's the line that she delivered on the couch about to more? Remember? To, um, she delivered a read to somebody that Morgan, somebody was like, oh, I don't know. I feel, I'm, now I'm blundering. I'm blundering. Someone was like, oh, I don't know. I I feel they they voiced some insecurity, and she was like, "Yeah, that's true." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, about being. You know what I'm about? I think well, being nervous or what was it? I, don't I can't remember. remember. She just had a lot of really great off the cuff moments. In right. The with the whole um, Trixie Bendela about Valentina. Mm-hmm. That was a some good reads. That was really good. Um, I honestly thought Valentina was going to be here. That was so funny. It was so funny. The other big shocking thing was, did Chi-Chi eat her earring? I She did! What, what was, was it? I think her, wasn't her earring, what are those, it's one of those candies that are, they're like, um, they're like sprees, but yeah. they're really big. You make like giant, giant sprees. Giant sprees, yeah. Choices. Isn't that funny? It was, yeah. It's, Which means she had to eat the nail glue that was on it. Correct. That kept, oh, God. But oh yeah, I, I, I don't. Oh, and, and like going back to her look, like, what was she going for? I don't know. Honestly, it probably was just like the outfit she made for her RuPaul's Drag Race application. <laughs> you know, unconventional materials from so the dollar store. So maybe the food is like. Yeah, from the dollar years. store. Oh, God. Um, maybe her fan gave it to her. Probably. It was probably what it was. Um, so Morgan and Ben discussed the eliminations. And it was the ultimate foreshadowing. Right. Morgan says... And also Morgan's the station next to her. Yeah. Morgan says that she will gladly get rid of her biggest competition. This doesn't sit well with Ben. Doesn't sit well with Trixie. Doesn't sit well with anybody. How stupid of a move was it for Morgan to? Oh, it was so dumb that she said that. I mean, wasn't it Aja that said like, Mm -hmm. like that's a great great strategy to have, but don't tell people. Yeah, say it in the room, Queens. Yeah, it was never seen Survivor. Like exactly, it was a bad move, and I almost wonder if her ego got in the way, and that's 
why we saw her leave this episode. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, part of me's always like, did a producer tell her to say that? But perhaps. But but she said it in the D dragging moment without any producer prompting. So exactly, clearly exactly. this is what her strategy was going into the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm curious to know if um, Dela would have gotten rid of Chichi had that not been out in the open. I don't know. But we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get, get to, to the performances. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then when we are in the painting section. Shangela doesn't want to be in the bottom because each of her seasons she was in the bottom of the first challenge. Oh, that's true. And I think that was oh, interesting. interesting to hear her say yeah. that. Oh. Um, and I think then we continue to hear the guidelines of what happens with um, the eliminations going forward based on who wins. Right, exactly. Um, and everyone's fearful, but in a way it's like, doesn't that want to give you more of an oomph to win? Yeah, Yeah, maybe. You know, I think it's so funny to think about... They always think people remember more about their seasons than they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? They kind of... And I think that that's a really... Going into it, like, that's a really... It's kind of a bad perspective to have. You know, you should just assume people are not going to remember everything and um, not be tied down by what happened in your season. I mean, there are people like Trixie in Alaska who are super fans of the show, and they can tell you everything that happened on their season... Everyone else's season, that's fine. But, like, there are some who just want to do it again and just yeah. make let it happen organically and what happens, happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, I, mean, I low-key love the painting section because I just love watching them put their makeup on. Yeah. You know? Though I feel bad. I know it's supposed to be a different day, but I, I know it's probably not a different day. It's probably the same day. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh, it sucks that they had to take their makeup off just to put it back on. It's you true. Know? Um, so Trixie talks about how drag race is more stressful than any professional gig she has. And then there is a little shade from Kennedy thrown at Aja about being shocked that the fresh meat is on the show. <laughs> Interesting. Shangela tries to defend her and Kennedy becomes just super bitchy again. Yeah. Is this, do you think this is going to be a through line? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's the whole reason to bring Kennedy on, right? Is, I mean, that's what she was in her season, totally unprompted. She was like, and I think it's kind of, you think the most offensive part of Kennedy is that she shuts down a conversation that she does not want to have. Or like if someone pipes up and like, you know, morphs a topic a little bit, she's like, no, but that's not what we were talking about. And it's like, okay, well don't shut other people down just because they're taking the conversation to a different place. You know, Where, Where is this confidence coming from? I don't think it's confidence. I think it's insecurity. I think she's incredibly insecure. And I think we saw that on her season with her and Ginger Minj, like, teaming up against... What they call themselves the Bitter Old Lady Brigade. Right. You know, I think the Bitter Old Lady Brigade is back. So... It's it's possible. Her and, her totally. and who? Chi-Chi? I don't know, because I think Chi-Chi gets a little exasperated by her a little bit. Yeah. I think she might be alone in the Bitter Old Lady Brigade. It's possible. Which means she's probably going to get... Unless it's her and maybe BB. I don't know that I think BB is so poised and put together yeah. and she's kind of above being petty like that. I think I, Candy's a little petty. She is. She is. Um, I mean, even with the way BB looks in her confessionals, mm. it's, she's just, she's there. She's I know. Thin. The drape. It's so good. It's like yeah. she's at everyone else's funeral. Yeah. It's like we're, yeah, it's like we're coming to see Yoda talk about his <laughs> drag race. So let's talk about the judge's looks. Oh, okay. 
Rue is pretty in pink. I love that dress. It was great. Uh, yeah, and I loved her makeup. I thought that was really great. Did they use like some of that makeup on Michelle? Because her eyes were horrible. Oh my god, what was that? They were that? horrible. Those she looked like eyes. she had been attacked by like mustard gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like she like was had You know, from pink for eyes. me, that was proof that that Michelle Visage needs a good eyeliner. Yes. That's true. <laughs> it's like, oh, girl needs an eyeliner. Um, and we got Ross and Carson. And Ross is here for the whole season, yeah, right? I yeah. Feel, I think the, they're both Both there, there the whole season. Which I don't think we've had in a, ever. No, I don't think so. Because they've always switched off. I don't think so, yeah. They need the money, honey. Are you glad that it is Ross and Carson and not Todrick? I am, because I feel like Todd, a lot of Todrick's feedback is a little like... You know, it's like when you go to the drag competitions and they have people who have played drag queens in shows, but they're not drag queens. Sure. And they give they give feedback like, well, I know all about drag because I was in, you know, Priscilla Queen in the Desert on a cruise ship for four months. And it's like, okay, no. Sure. The thing I love about Carson and Ross is that they don't come at it like that. They come at it as outsiders. Right. And as somebody who's, you know, New York City's favorite loser of drag pageants, <laughs> um, I my favorite judges are always the ones who are not drag queens. Right. Because they give you really good outside feedback. Um, yeah, I'm glad that they're both there. And they're both funny and witty and sweet and a good foil to Michelle Visage. Yeah, absolutely. And then we had our guest judge, Vanessa Hudgens of High School Musical fame. Oh, I roll, yes. Yeah, why? What What is she there to promote? Like, what what is was she? she? What Forever 21 bullshit was she wearing? It like, was not pretty. A little sequin thing. That was weird. So our maxi challenge was the all-star variety show. No, it's not a talent show. It's a variety show. Yes, exactly. Um, so let's go in order. and Variety show without variety. <laughs> it's, it's so true. It's so true. Because basically everyone did a lip sync and dance. I'm shook that no one did a comedy set. Like, yeah. no one did stand-up. No one. But but of this group, who would it have been? Trixie. She would have done stand-up. Right? Well, she would have, but she is the... But she wanted to plug her now. new single. We'll, we'll get to this. We'll get to this. So we start off with a lip sync from Shangela. Oh, yeah. Um, she starts off in a choir room Ugh. that says... Oh. Hallelujah. Lord, go back to Spirit Halloween. Get your yeah. refund. Like, oh. I was not impressed by the reveal at all. No. Or the look underneath. Yeah. I was like, what is this? What is this? What is this? It was, Ugh. I mean, the performance itself was very high energy. It was on brand. But I didn't get anything new That's and funny. fun from Shangela. I felt like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to survey like half of these queens. I felt like I saw a bar show. Right. A lot of them. I mean, it ended with a death drop. We all love death drops. Yay. Amped up our her, show. her death drop in comparison to others was the most basic and boring. I mean, I feel like she's one of the people who probably could have done like a comedy sketch or something like that. Right, because she's proven that she is funny. She is. And she has funny little characters in her. And, then, and again, it's like once you get into the workroom and you see who's there with you, knowing what everyone else is going to do, don't you want to stand out? Yeah. Don't you want to like change exactly. it up a little bit? Don't you want to be unexpected? Yeah. Yeah. So next up was BB doing another dance, <gasps> but she oh. is Cameroon. Oh. And she's giving us the Lion King off I Broadway. loved that shit so much. The costume was, was amazing. Was the so costume was stunning. so beautiful. And I loved, I fucking loved that she was barefoot and she was doing her tribal dance and barefoot because that's what you do. Right. Which is really interesting as we jump, we'll jump ahead to Chi Chi in a bit. 
where we clock her for what she's wearing on her feet and how like you have to wear heels to do drag but we're okay with bb because of what she's doing well yeah i don't think it's that you have to wear heels to do drag i think it's that you need to not look bad yeah. you know and she moisturized her feet and her feet looked really nice i'd honestly rather rather see your bare feet than see a sad jazz shoe yeah you know what i'm saying but yeah bb was fierce it was definitely oh, yeah. Uh, something that was within her. But for me, I felt like she was still disjointed from the show itself. Yeah, a little bit, It was yeah. like, maybe it's because we've had so long with these nine that when we're like, okay, BB's in it, and there's not much fanfare behind it, it just didn't feel like she was part of the show itself. Right. I wish that they had used it a little bit more like an introduction. You know, like yeah. some of the girls who used their singles, it was like, I'm I'm Shangela, I'm Morgan McMichaels, I'm blah, blah, blah. And that's like great, but then we didn't have the talent bit of it. And then there are a couple of other others of them that had really great talent, but we didn't necessarily get a little bit of like an intro into sure. who BB was or whatever. But I, I really loved that number. Mm-hmm. I loved BB's number and I thought um, it was very unique. And like, it, it that's was the unique point because she's still doing, show. she's doing a lip sync and a dance like everyone else's, but it's not the typical drag lip the, sync. This is the last thing I'll say about it. The other thing I really loved about that was that you see the tribal dance that she's doing and then you see this like street dance that the other queens are doing and it's like, oh, that yeah, this is where that street dance comes from. Yeah. So I thought that that was really interesting to see that as a juxtaposition. Next up was Thorgy playing the violin. Right. Looked stunning. Yeah, the look was amazing. Um, Delo fake crying during it was cute. That was funny. Um, yeah. But then you have like Aja doing like the double chin like head circle, which was weird. I don't think she was digging it. How do you feel about Thorgy and the violin? Um, I did not know it was to see that walk. Neither did I. <laughs> so, well, here's the thing. Was that a joke from Carson, or was that actually Sissy no, That Walk? No, I think it was Sissy That Walk. I've gone back and played it twice. I can't hear it. Yeah. I mean, I thought I thought it was very talented. I thought it was really great. I thought there were parts of it that were, like, really hard to listen to. Mm-hmm. And some of her playing was, like, a little bit off. Um, but I, I thought I, it was very Thorgy. It was definitely Thorgy. What she did not do in her season was... Was was live her best fantasy. She was trying to be what they wanted her to be. Exactly, and we wa- I waited the whole season to see her play violin, and she never did. And so I'm so glad that she did the first first episode. I was happy I agree. about it. Um, yeah, the only issue, like again, of someone who like likes to put things together and like have a full beginning, middle, and end. I thought when she first stopped playing, the number was over, and then she oh. did like the um, summer, the uh, cartwheel and everything. I didn't know that it was still part of the routine. She didn't give us that moment of, okay, we're continuing on. Yeah, it lacked a little bit of like narrative and direction. Yeah. For sure. Which is crazy because that's what she does. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Next up was Aja looking on point in her neon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, it's another lip sync and dance. Yeah. But her reveals were pretty flawless. Yeah, she took it to a new level for sure. And... Um, you know, I feel like she did get clocked for not being as composed with her looks in her season. And so she came into this knowing that that was what it was going to be. And she looked very auspicious, very on brand. And, you know, people were like, oh, my gosh, going to jump off that thing. And, and she sure did. She sure did. She did that death drop. Yeah. Is that going to be the most memorable part of that performance? I think that might be her most memorable part of the entire time on the show. Ooh, interesting. That's I think that take. she's peaked too early. It's possible. Do you think she was the top... One of the tops of the night? I would not have put her in the top two. 
It's fair. I would not put her in the top two because I thought it was expected for her. True. I th- and I've seen her do all of that before in a bar, and I honestly would have put BB up there before I would have put her. It's but, fair. But you know, I still I thought she deserved it. She was definitely amazing. So. And we followed up with another lip sync and dance from Kennedy Davenport. Mm. Um, she can kick her face. Right. She's the dancing diva of Texas. But there was no beginning, middle, and end to that performance. No, there was it was no rhyme or reason. It felt like her lip sync for your lives in for her Roar. season. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. It was the same thing we've seen it before. Even the look was similar to the Hello yeah. Kitty. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was not great. It was no. just there. It happened. The thing, yeah, you know, the thing is like she has such an expectation of what she does that she could have come out and done anything else mediocre mm-hmm. and done bet and done better. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if she had done something unexpected, even if it was mediocre, like, it would have gone better. She like, sings. She can sing. Yeah. I've seen her sing. Sing, girl. Do it. I've seen her sing too. Yeah. She's a comedian. She's funny. Yeah, I've even seen her do different kinds of dance. Like I've seen her do dance that's all based on turning. Yeah. And I was like, oh that would have been but no. She played it safe. A lot. Everyone, most people played it played safe. Played it very safe. Yeah. Someone who didn't play it safe, but did play it safe, was Ben Lacrem doing burlesque. Yeah. Because to us, like we're very used to the hot and sexy burlesque of like Violet Chachki, where it's reveals to skin. Mm-hmm. Ben Lacrem decides to give us bra after bra. What what did Carson say? Something about the um the, the, the nesting eggs. Yeah, nesting eggs. Bras. It was great. Um I am obsessed with this number because I've seen it before. Yeah, me too. It's on YouTube. So if you want to see the full, I think it's like four minutes. It's on YouTube. Watch it. Um she's unafraid to go there. She's camped for perfection. And I think she stood out because she did something different. I mean, she... Right. Variety shows totally geared towards her. She could have done a puppet number. Mm-hmm. She could have done... She did burlesque. She could have done... I mean, she had a, she has a lot of stuff that she could have done because she does this all the time. Absolutely. Um, so she, this definitely was geared towards her. I think, personally, I think I was not crazy about how the bra was made. Mm-hmm. Um I thought they were kind of made kind of shoddy. And I thought the look in general was kind of like, well, I don't know that... She looked a little bit like a thumb. <laughs> like, she was just nude, nude, nude. And I'm not a fan of, like, all nude looks because I yeah. think it's it's a little unflattering, especially a nude shoe and a full nude look. It's mm-hmm. like, where's your foot? Like, you just look like, like a thumb or a penis or something. So, yeah. I And I thought I, the robe was really basic. I'm like, I've every drag queen in the world now owns one of those robes, right? Like, that's true. I'm making two of them for other drag queens right now. <laughs> like, you know, so. But I think for her, it worked for the comedy of it. Oh, absolutely. And, and I love the number. Yeah, it was, it was so great. She, she definitely was a star. Someone who was not a star. Chi-Chi Devane. Oh, Chi-Chi. Oh, that look. The look. Oh, God. Um, oh, what drag queen do you know who wears a giant, bright, like, triangular V to make themselves look more like a, a man? Like, I don't know. It's just, and no hip padding. and she No just, hip padding and the beaten up jazz shoes. And no figure, she had no figure in it. And, oh, it was so it's sad. It's interesting because, like, we've seen the clips of her recently of uh, being like, I don't have the money to do what y'all did. 
she's now been out of the show for long enough that that excuse doesn't work. It doesn't cost money to cut up some foam from Canal right. Rubber Supply. Like, you know. What? Ugh. What happened? I don't know. I You know, I don't... I think part of doing well in Drag Race is... It's having a brain that people can like invest in and understand who you are and where you're going and your thought process. And with Chi Chi, she's so endearing, but I have no idea what the hell is going on in her head. No, like again, if you're bringing out a baton, you best twirl that baton. Set it on fire. Do something with it. Yeah. She held it and then dropped it. It was. It was a. It wasn't even a messy performance. It was not thought out at all. No. It, so I'm very, I w- I'm hoping we get a backstory someday to understand what the hell happened because that was, n- we've seen her do better. Yeah. So I'm very, it was very disappointing. Yeah. Definitely the bottom worst performance. Oh yeah. Ever. That was like one of the worst drag acts I've ever seen in my life. And then the other bottom dweller was Morgan McMichaels. Yeah. I didn't mind her song. It was fine. It was good. It was fine. Her performance, yeah, I get like when they were telling her, oh, you performed to the girls. She but was, that was kind so, of part of it. She was so nervous. She was. I felt like I was in, season, you know, I felt like she was like, I felt like I was watching a baby drag queen in a pageant. Like, yeah. And then her hair came undone. Mm-hmm. And then it just seemed like, yeah, it seemed, it, the number also felt weirdly defensive. Yes, Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, it was kind of strange. The energy was strange. But I'm going to make a hot take here. I don't think she was in the bottom. The bottom two? Yeah, I don't think she was bottom two. I would not have put her below Kennedy, honestly. No, no absolutely not. But I don't, know if, I don't know if she was my bottom two. Yeah, I don't think she would actually, well, yeah. I wouldn't have put her in bottom two either. No. Then we get a performance from Trixie Mattel doing her original song, Moving Parts. With the auto harp. Love the auto harp. It's so smart. It's what really made me appreciate appreciate her more is she was a she's a smart businesswoman. Yeah, absolutely. She released that song this week. I know. She released that song in correlation to the show. She's a fucking Slay. genius. Slay. No one else would think of that. Yeah, business lady. That being said, do I wish she would have done um, a more up-tempo original song? Absolutely, because it did suck the energy out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I kind of wish that she had done something a little more emotional, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, because that song kind of straddles the line between being emotional. But I also think it's like, because they cut the song down so much yes. that you lose a Absolutely. lot of the emotion that's in that song. So. Um, but she knows her brand. She knows what who she is. She knows mm-hmm. what the audience wants from her. She mm. she delivered. She it was it was good. Yeah, and I like I liked the idea of the outfit, but I wish that the fabric was either more gingham, like it was like either it was more um, like a darker pink against the white, so mm-hmm. we get more of a gingham effect, and that it was a little bit larger of a gingham. Because sure. when you get away from it, it kind of was like it 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 was kind of just solid pink, and then it sort of buzzed. It was right. not great on camera. Um, no. Um, did you clock that Rue didn't clap after the Yes, I did. What was that about? I don't think she liked it. It's so fascinating. I don't think she cared for it. So interesting. To be honest. I mean, again, like, I would have thought based on performance, she may have been one of the tops. Maybe Rue's just not a fan of country music. I don't think she's a fan of country music. And I think 
if you're going to do country music, you need to give us really strong, like the country music, like my mom died and then my son died and then someone <laughs> backed over my dog and then I pushed the car into the river and now I'm a woman. Like you need yeah. to give us that dramatic of a country story. Yeah. We didn't really get that in this. Well, next album, next album she puts out. She has songs like that. Yeah. So it's just that she wanted to do the mm-hmm. song. She that... was smart. She wants the money. Yeah. So we end the variety show with Milk. Yeah, the worst like closing we, number we are, in history. We're gonna have, let's get into it. Oh, um, I feel like you God. have a lot of opinions. I have thoughts. Um, I don't know first. how many people are aware of Milk's paper doll number. Because she's done it before. She's done the paper doll bit before to I Am Changing, which obviously you can't use on the show, and makes sense to the whole routine. Mm-hmm. This did not represent her well at all because of the factors that played against her. Timing and also the song sucks. Fashion, 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 fashion. Fa- is the word but, fashion over right, and over again. But that's what she was stuck with, which like if you watch the YouTube video from uh, Divas of Drag or whatever the tour was that she was on where she did it, it was fantastic. Yeah, but why didn't she just come up with a new number? You know that's what I mean? that's what I that's where my question is. Just like with Chi Chi and everything, like, if you know it's not going to read to the audience on a TV screen, do something else. But what other talents does right. Milk have besides fashion? Crickets, crickets, crickets. Right. Listen, if your talent's fashion, though, if you want to do a fashion number, great. Have a rack of co- of like or like have a gown or have a look that transforms dramatically, yeah. and just do fucking runway walks the whole time, and then amazing reveal, amazing reveal, yeah. amazing. That's fine. I think that's a talent, and then be like, yeah, I curated this whole thing. I think that would have been sickening, but I don't think I don't know why her wearing a, a bodysuit with magnets in it, in poster board, you know. I don't understand. Clearly, with the other song, that number has a point of view. Mm-hmm. And But when you take the song away, it no longer has a point of view. And it just seems like a privileged white girl walking around, like, putting poster board yeah. on her body. It was so boring. So here's my question. Based on the reaction of all the girls in the audience, and a lot of people watching the show, how is she not in the bottom? Right, Exactly. Um, I'm not sure. I actually, I actually think that she, um, I think that it's one of those things where people knew what that number was. And so when they watched it, what that number was with I'm, I'm changing. Mm -hmm. And so when they watched it, they sort of, um, do you know what I mean? The judges have this knowledge that they sort of like imbue that number with. And I think that she had an advantage that way. Right. Cause Trixie, BB, Milk and Kennedy were all safe. Yeah. Which is not necessarily the people I thought, but that's Yeah, I didn't great. think that... I didn't think they were going to be... I didn't think PB and Trixie were going to be safe. I thought they would have been in the top three, I agree. Honestly. Yeah. So it was very interesting to see how that all played out. Uh, before we got into the critiques, Michelle said she's not going to make anyone cry. She's not going to make anyone quit. Foreshadowing? <laughs> that was I funny. Know. That's funny. That was funny. Um, so we'll go through the girls and their critiques. Shangela Ross gave a 10. Vanessa loved her. Shablamo. Michelle Clockter for the bodysuits and the other girls wearing the bodysuits. I was surprised that they didn't roast her more. Uh, yeah, 
But I think they just love Shangela so much that yeah, they're like, sure. eh, you're fine. And she's she grown fine. up, yeah. So does that mean Shangela was one of the tops? Was That they kept her? Because they said they were here at the top No, I think the she was. I think she Which was. Which is crazy. How was she more of a top than... Well, there were more tops than bottoms, right? Right, but she was more of a did... top than Trixie and BB? I mean, I don't agree with that. But, you know, it's funny because they had... They did Shangela, they did Thorgy, and they did... Who's that? The, the, who's the other um, one on the left side of the stage? They did those three first. And so when they got to Dela, I thought, oh my God. Because you know it's like yeah. three top, three bottom, right? And I was like, if Dela is in the bottom, I am going to be so mad. But no, they had like four tops and two bottoms. Um, unless they were considering Thorgy a bottom. Because, I mean, what Vanessa said that it was like... She was bashful and didn't give they her didn't, enough. Yeah, they didn't give her a, a bottom read, though, I didn't think. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, they loved her Phyllis Diller wig and yeah. marrying classical music with drag, but... And the, the jumpsuit was amazing. Yeah, it was great. So Thorgy was definitely a top. Aja, we obviously know, was a top. A top yeah. Because Rue said, you look like a model. Mm-hmm. We're going to get that milk mm-hmm. all season long, aren't Though, we? to be honest, I still find I still found the wig that she wore. I was like, I don't know if I a cosplay wig with a lace front. True. You know, I kind of wish she'd, yeah. I wish she would up her wig game a little bit. Like, have a human hair wig that color that has, like, mm-hmm. a lot of dimension to it. I'm sure she knows Courtney. I'm sure she can get a wig's way. Right? Way. Exactly. Um, but with, through Aja's critique, we did get the quote of the night from Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, God. I am so into voguing right, right now. now. That, you know, I was in Brooklyn and the bar got so mad at that we were like shut up the bar la- like scream booed it was so funny yeah it was not cute not cute at all i'm so glad they kept it in though yeah it was good uh so ben de la creme well, obviously the ukrainian nesting dolls of bras yeah um ross thinks she's the tits we knew they she loved was, her they look loved her. they loved it. i know you did which not. i well i wasn't crazy about it but i thought i was really surprised though because i thought michelle visage was gonna be like we've seen this before the potent vintage look you have a fascinator in your hair blah blah they well that was i was ready for michelle to be like who is ben Lacram? i still don't know who ben Lacram is um well i think that that number had a very strong point right you has do you think michelle has finally turned the table on dela I think it remains to be seen, but probably, I think. Or is she going to make her cry? I don't think so, because I think Jayla's a lot more focused and clear about who she is now. So so when they get into Chi-Chi, um, yeah. they do say the shoes, you have to have some kind of heel. And Michelle has said, we've seen you do it. And then they show that fucking clip of her doing the backflip in the giant boots. What? That, was, that was funny. They I were not thrilled with her. No. And I think her saying she's not going to make anyone cry is why they were so light on Chi-Chi. Yeah, they were Which was light on that. really, I think, a disservice to the audience because we expect perfection if you're going to be an all-star. You're an all-stars. The third season of all-stars. That was like... I like was Cynthia sh- Lee Fontaine critique. Like oh. this, like you, this was not good. This was. I was shocked at how nice they were to her. Mm-hmm. Actually, like the booty shorts Cynthia wore get clocked and they're infamous. Mm-hmm. These jazz shoes are <laughs> going to be the same exact thing. It was. It was a shame that they didn't go harder. No. Yeah. 
I, George Alano is watching this being like, what the fuck? Why right. did... <laughs> so then next up was Morgan. Ugh, um, so she finally gets critiqued by the infamous Michelle Visage. Obviously she's in the bottom. Yeah, but they love her yeah. look. Yeah, I mean her look was pretty strong. And then she makes the fucking excuse about never recording a track before and that was why she didn't do well. I yeah, I was confused by that. Really? Yeah, it was. But like, it you was, did that before you got here. Right. So. It was very confusing. Like, <laughs> she's definitely clearly someone who makes excuses <clears throat> when she doesn't. She's very defensive. She is. She's very, very defensive. But she doesn't have to be. She's a talented performer. Yeah, it does not come off well to be defensive. No. And then Listen, even Ross, like, tries to boost her. As New York's favorite loser, the reason the way you get to be the favorite loser is you have really good, like, you need to have really good repertoire, like, um, not repertoire, but really good rapport with judges. Yep. You need to be a pageant lady and learn how to learn how to take a criticism and nod and smile and and then yeah, one work, ear out the other. Work on it and you know not not critique not self critique. You don't exactly. want to do that. But so the winners were Aja and Ben Creme. They get airfare and a five night stay at the Grand Resort in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, I also just want people to remember that like two people win. Mm-hmm. They both won. Correct. Someone gets the cash tip, but they both won the challenge. Absolutely. Because people on the internet are always like, you know, oh, well, Dayla won, or but the person who won the lip sync won. Right. And it's like, no. It's two different winners. They both win. Mm-hmm. They both won. Shangeline Thor's your safe. Yeah. Leaving the bottoms, Chi Chi and Morgan. Then we walk into the deliberation, which is our version of Untucked for this season. And they have this, like, little powwow as a group of how they're going to eliminate. They're, like, little sangrias or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. it was interesting. It was... I don't think any of them wanted to say what they really wanted to say. So everyone was walking on eggshells. They're still very guarded, yeah. Yeah, until Dela was like, okay, um, so are we doing this as a group consensus? And still no one's, like, chimed in. No. They're all, like, they're going to play this, like, survivor. They're Mm -hmm. all going to be... And I think, in a way, they all made a bad move by not saying anything and giving Dela all the power for this move. Yeah. You know, I I think it's also that a lot of not... I hesitate to say this because maybe there's something I don't know. But there's not really... any. None of them really have a strong sisterhood with each other before coming into the show. No, there's definitely not a Relaska Talks. Yeah. Um, There, I think... It's only two people per season if there is an overlap of yeah. season. Um, and even then, they're not really like... Right, it's like um, Trixie and uh, Kennedy weren't really like close. No, not at all. Um, Thorgy and Chi-Chi, not close. Dela. I think that's Milk, interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting choice, yeah. Which is why I th- I'm excited that maybe we'll get a little more cut throughout this time. Yeah, exactly. Um... But yeah, we don't really like learn here too much. But Dela is kind of when she talks to someone, she's de- definitely pointed and has an opinion, and tries to be as sweet as humanly possible when she's like, "You suck," or like basically telling uh, Chichi, um, "You yeah. gave up." You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Alexis Michelle and how on her season, a lot of people gave her the edit of being the bitch. Mm-hmm. But in here's my theory. They're both theater ladies, and yes. I think in the in the theater, we, you know, there's a tradition of you're honest with people, yeah, absolutely, and you're brutally honest with people, and that's okay. And mm-hmm. we we theater ladies expect honesty, and we like it, and often forget that other people don't 
like that right. as much. So when you're like a theater person talking to a dancer who that doesn't really compute the same way. Yeah, you come off as, as a, you come off as a cunt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't think there was like that many new revelations in these little meetings. No, um, though. I am fairly certain. No, but she told Chi Chi, like, well, when you're over, you're over, yeah. and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fairly so convinced funny. that if Aja were to have won, she would have gotten rid of Chi Chi. Do you think so? I do. Hmm. I do. I don't know. I think she, I think she would have gotten rid of Morgan. I don't know. I yeah. think, based on how the edit was going, I think she was mm-hmm. trying to say that, like, she was getting rid of the bottom. Just to, for yeah. this round, play it safe. Um, but I do think the discussion between Morgan and Dela was really, 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 really interesting because we f- go call back to that first mm-hmm. conversation the two of them have mm-hmm. when she first calls it all out. This in the survivor world is where you form an alliance where Morgan basically should have said, keep me safe, I will keep you safe. Yeah. She didn't. Yeah, she should have said something like, um, even if she was lying through her teeth, she should have said something like, well, you know, like, I say that, and you know what I mean? She mm-hmm. should have, like, give a yes, but to yes. that statement that she made. Yes, but you can be the exception to that. Mm-hmm. You know? Morgan, like, and that's the thing, it's like, I'm someone who loves Survivor. I want that kind of attitude. You I want that. Survivor. I want that shit. Like, get cutthroat. And that's what I was missing last season of All Stars. Yes, yeah, is I wanted, I want, like, I love Alaska. And I'm pr- glad she won. I wanted someone to eliminate her just because that's good TV. And Morgan yeah. could have given us that good TV, but Dale could have given us that good TV, but they did not. Yeah, and we all know they're going to get a chance to come back. And before we moved into the lip sync, um, we had to watch Vanessa Hudgens lip sync against oh pork chop. A pork chop. Uh, yes, not the Victoria pork chop. Um, a pork chop. It was <laughs> dumb. And I'm really mad we're going to have to watch these stupid things again this season. Oh, really? I, I love them. What, 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 like, some of them was like root beer floats last year. It was I so I loved silly. it. You don't like it. I, I love it. I don't. I just love the camp and the stupid stupidity of I it. I guess. Well, maybe, maybe if they step up the game, like include the guest judge in each one. Maybe. Because I want to see what he's going to do to Nancy Pelosi. Oh my gosh. I can't wait Yeah, that'll be funny. That'll be funny. Um, So, the lip sync for your legacy. Aja vs. Ben LaCreme. Anaconda by Nicki Minaj. When that came on, immediately... I think there were like 10 people around me all said, Oh, this is Aja's song. I agree. On the surface, this is the worst song for Dela. There's no way in hell that she would have been able to. Because it's a pop song I'm going to challenge that, though. I'm going to challenge that, though, because... Nicki Minaj is a storyteller mm-hmm. and all of Nicki's songs have are like it's a really tight lip sync because it's a lot of it's like spoken word and laughing and it has a very strong character to it and there's a really strong story and very strong lyrics and those are all strengths for Dela. Yeah. I think that ironically that this is just more I think uh, pitched towards Dela. Interesting. Because it's unexpected for her, but it's something that she fits so easily into. Right. Whereas if you'd given her something like, like that was a pop song that has the same thing over and over and over again, that's a strength for uh, Aja. Aja because she's she can bring something interesting to it that's more interesting than the lyrics, whereas Dela's kind of restricted to the lyrics. Right. 
Well, it's it's interesting because like it's a high energy pop song where you know that you throw in the death drop, people are gonna be freaking out and give us. She also had the benefit of being the juicy girl, Mm -hmm. and that it's a song about being a juicy girl and all these skinny bitches up in here. And And that's the thing. I think she took the lyrics and played it to her advantage. And she played a character. Mm-hmm. And I, she totally did. One of my favorite things in any Nicki Minaj lip sync is the laughing that Nicki does. Yes. And the like... Well, that's how she won. I'm the, convinced like, that things. is what got she her the way. She nailed it. She nailed it. She was she, so smart. Yeah. And that's what we didn't get to see Dayla do in her season. Is we didn't get to see her be that wacky Muppet that she nope. that she has inside of her. Yeah. And there were literally moments when she's laughing. And she was laughing. And I was like, oh my god, she looks like a fucking Muppet. And I loved it. I lived for it. I so, do wish she had brought a different outfit for it, though. Right, well, so... Um, Ugh, that made me mad. We did get a new outfit from Aja. Yeah, this is All-Stars! Right. You do that! So that was, what, the fourth outfit we've seen from her in one episode? Exactly. Plus all the reveals in the one. I think Aja is definitely one of the winners of the episode. She brought a big suitcase. Dayla. She sure did. Yeah. Um, but in the end, it was Dela who won. Yes. And Which she, I agree with personally. There are people on the no, internet who don't too. agree with it. I definitely agree because I like again when it comes down to taste. I'm definitely someone nine times out of ten. I will take the campy comedy queen. Yeah, and people on, on the internet are like, uh, they say things like, um, "Oh, I guess you had to be in the room for that." And I'm like, "No, if you watch the, oh, I guess you show Jay a little more than you show." And I was like, "No, like if you watch it, it's very clear that she's put a lot of work into." telling the story of the song and I think it came across and people were like dying and laughing at her. So, whereas like Aja was at a disadvantage because she had just done that in her number. That's true. They literally just seen her do, there's no way she could do a better death drop, death split than what she had done in her number. Absolutely. So, she was at a disadvantage, really. So, Dela gets rid of Morgan after a big lengthy monologue Right, um, where you knew what she was going to pull you out knew, of You knew what she was going to say, and I think what how she said it was very diplomatic, but also kind of bad for her to basically put all of her cards on the table mm-hmm. as well. Why did she editorialize so much? She should have just... I wish they because, would... But that's Ben, ben LaCram. They've always told her to edit. She, is, she just doesn't know how to on the spot. I hate... Yeah, I hate how queens do that. In RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. and the the All Stars are like, okay, so but this is why I made my decision. And it's like, girl, just pull the fucking lipstick out of your bra and show us. Like, if, if the theory of Morgan not actually being a fan favorite um, is true, why do you think Dela was trying to pander to the Morgan fans in a way? I think Dela just doesn't want to be seen as somebody who's mean. And she really just wants, she wants everyone to like her and she wants everyone to be nice. And that's a weakness. Yes. I think, I think it's actually stronger for her to pull it out and be like, Morgan, you're going home. Like, just to be a cunt about it. Because now, do you think this is going to have pushback on the other girls on their opinions of Dela? Um, I don't think necessarily that's going to happen. I think that it's just one of those things that like, it's it's Dela falling into old Dela. It's Dela being too, showing too much of her cards, not being enigmatic enough. And you need to have a little bit of mystery about you. And she just sometimes it's like, okay, just talk less. Yeah, we don't need to know. 
We all, actually, we all know why you're going to send Morgan home. Yeah. But also, like, it would be sickening if she played it off like, mm, stronger competitor, bye, see you later. It would have given us a TV It'd moment. make her seem like a stronger competitor yeah. and more intimidating, which is part of the game, I think. How will this elimination play a factor in future eliminations? Did she set the tone? Oh, the thing she did. I think people are not going to be afraid to send home the stronger person, which honestly is probably good for some of the weaker people. Yeah. Maybe some of the weaker people are going to go further than they should. You know what I mean? Or somebody has a bad week and they don't necessarily get sent home. You know? Should Chi-Chi be thankful that Dela basically saved her ass? Oh, I think so. I also, can I be honest with you? I also was thinking the whole time that I was like, if, you know, because we live in, this is so, this is a little bit unrelated, but we live in a world right now in America where race politics are very present. And I'm, I also know that her, as probably a progressive Seattleite, how horrible it looks for her to, like, save the white queen over the black queen. Like, in that Chi-Chi is such an underdog. There are so many people in the room that I was in who were there for Chi-Chi. And so I also think it was a smart move for her because it makes her look better to save the underdog. It makes her look nicer, which is the edit she wants. Yes. She said that in the beginning that she wants to win RuPaul's Drag Race with a heart of gold, not with being a cutthroat bitch. So a couple burning questions for to wrap up. Who is this season's official narrator? What do you mean by that? So like last season it was clear the narrator of the season was Katya. Like her confessionals drove the entire show. Oh. Who is it for this season? Oh. Yeah, you know her confessionals did drive the whole show. I had never really thought of it like that. But there is like a clear narrator mm-hmm. in every season. I don't know. Who do you I think like it is? feel like right now it's Trixie. Um, Milk has been getting a lot of presents, but I'm... I think they're villainizing I her. I think Milk is going to be gone soon. Yeah, I think they're why. villainizing her. I think that's why they're doing that. You know, they often do that, like, people who get a lot of airtime in the confessional, they go home soon. Yes, and that's why I think Milk is going home, but I think Trixie is going to be the Katya of the season and be the voice of the season. Yeah, I think she is the near... She's very clear-minded. And, and she's, she's funny. She's the most herself in drag. Like, there's, she is the least drag character of everybody. It's yeah. just her in drag. It's not a facade. So, yeah, I kind of agree with that. I would agree with that, yeah. Though Shangela might be a good mm-hmm. runner-up to that, because Shangela is also, like, a truth teller. She is. Yeah. So we saw the preview for next episode. Mm-hmm. They're doing a VH1 Divas Live. Which I was confused by. Are we What is VH1 Divas? Does that mean you can only do VH1 Divas? I, was I don't know. I think Well, I think it's probably going to be like the Celine Dion's and like the singers of, I think. Right, so no. no. Does like, that mean we're not getting a Snatch Game or are we going to get a Snatch Game also? Oh, no. I think we're getting a Snatch Game. You can't like, not do Snatch right, well, Game. Snatch Game came in the second episode last time. So I'm, just, I'm sure we'll get both. But or do you think that, they're renaming Snatch Game? I don't know. Are we? Because does that limit some of the? Or are they options? doing Snatch Game but not doing Snatch Game? Right. Is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're going to do something like you do an act as your diva or whatever? Perhaps. Oh, that would be interesting. So I don't know. I mean, I'm a little or, tired. Or we're going to get game. we're going to get multiple um, celebrity impersonations. That's what I'm worried about. Because if we're still going to get a Snatch Game plus this Divas Live. I mean, yeah, we did get... Oh, the, I don't think we're going to get more. I, no, I think... 
you think we'll get either I think this next episode is the Snatch Game of the season. Especially because I was surprised that they decided to do a variety show again. Started off the exact same way they did before. With the reading challenge. And I would be surprised if they did Snatch Game, like, quote unquote, Snatch Game in the second season. Because it's like, well, they did that last season. But, I mean, I guess if it works, it works. You know, And the audience loves it. And everybody wants to see a right Snatch Game. Get it out of the way. Like, let's get it over with. But it'll be interesting to see um, if... How this acting challenge works because mm-hmm. it's more—it's not just an acting challenge; it's acting and dancing. Yeah, we have a. Yeah, wait, what? Because they have to act as the diva, and they also have to dance. Oh wait, I missed that. I missed that. Yeah, it's a whole, whole thing. They have to dance as the diva too. Mm-hmm. Was that in the re- was that in the coming this next? Yeah. Oh, so they're very limited in what divas they can choose. Right. That's why I think because like I think this is like the replacement of uh. um, baddest bitches in history. So, worry, uh, it's one like, of those yeah. situations. They're going to get assigned a. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's exactly what. No, wow. Do you yeah. think they're going to do that and snatch game? That's what I'm thinking. Or we're replacing snatch game, which would be detrimental. I don't think they're replacing snatch game. Because we'll what's out. her name? Brought Joan Collins, right? If Morgan you haven't Michaels? seen uh, the pit, the um, what you pack, and we did get the reveal from Morgan that she was going to do Joan Collins for snatch game. Yeah, and that's not a... No, that's not Diva. That, and she not does not dance. No. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be interesting. I'm very excited for this season. I think yeah, it, me too. You know me. I love some Divas. I yeah. love I think we have started off with a really, really great opening episode. Yeah, very strong. And a really great opening episode for Block Talk Recaps. Re- it's true. Thanks for joining me, Gloria. Oh, no problem. I love it. You know me. I love talking about it. I was a little disappointed, though, in this episode we didn't get a runway. It's true. So I think I was disappointed by I want my runways. Well, well, we'll bring you back another time to talk about all the runways. Ah, oh, so good. So good. Thanks okay. for joining me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you to Gloria for being my recap guest. If you enjoyed the episode, leave us that five-star review on iTunes. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.